Rusty Quill presents. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. A sieve isn't broken because it lets water through. You are not incomplete, despite the gaping holes you feel inside of you. They are a part of your function, a feature, not a flaw. Welcome back to Spirit Box Radio. Hello, faithful listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Enlightenment segment. In the beginning, I'd meant for it to be enlightening in a sort of active learning sense, where we'd all explore arcanism together. And it has been that, just not in the way I'd planned. We've learned so much, haven't we? Or at least I have. Kitty was right, I think, and there is more to this show than first appears. The links between what happened to me and when Madame Marie started airing the show and set up the forums and whatever is happening with the Impossible House? Well, it's all too much to be a coincidence, but at the same time, coincidence is a powerful feature of arcanism, as we all well know. Like, Madame Marie is gone. She's dead. She was killed violently, from what Kitty and Anna said about the way she looked when we found her. Yes, Madame Marie was never popular, but there's a difference between people not liking you and people trying to kill you succeeding in killing you, even. Scrolling back on the forums, looking at the archive threads, it seems like Madame Marie was just an unpopular but powerful psychic with a weird crystal ball, but that's it. Half of you seem to respect her, the other half don't. She helped a lot of people, but there were a lot of people she didn't or couldn't. And the way she did things... Well, I can't claim to know much about how arcanism works overall. The arcane, as it is, it's unknowable, messy, hard to categorise, and arcanism is about trying to impose reason on it. Really, Anna should love arcanism, that's what she does with everything. Except, built into the principle of it all, is that it's impossible. That even as arcanists design categories and distinctions, they're doomed to fail in this task. 
like this bit in the little book of big magic that I've always overlooked. Part of the last section in my copy, the part that talks about ghosts before it cuts off. It says, These distinctions of lesser arcana are imperfect and incomplete. Such like there is no such thing as a fish for those creatures that swim beneath the waves are truly a thousand separate kingdoms, such is the case with ghosts and lesser arcana. And thus, any endeavour which seeks to provide thorough distinction is doomed to contradiction and logical collapse. Nonetheless, we attempt to impose such divisions that we might more holistically approach such occurrences and manifestations of arcane energy by affording them appropriate respect for their apparent sentience and consciousness. I keep thinking about what Oliver said about how arcanism used to be. Just the study of the arcane, not the practice of it. But now it's got muddied and blurred, in exactly the way that this paragraph says the distinctions between kinds of lesser arcana is blurred. But I don't know. It seems like this paragraph is suggesting more than just study. It talks about respect, and altogether it makes for a kind of reverence. For some reason, I keep thinking about how the first people to produce manuscripts, which would be in any way recognisable to us now, were monks. Which brings us to the concept of the Major Arcana. A couple of you have suggestions about the inconvenient sins. A bunch of the other cards in the True Arcanist Tarot amount to the deadly sins. Pride, envy, lust, gluttony, greed, sloth and wrath. These three that Oliver called the inconvenient sins, the ones that Kitty met inside the impossible house, they are ignorance, ingratitude and indifference. So the question is, when you place these cards in chorus with one another, what meaning arises? If these are simply traits you find in people, none of them are desirable, but they aren't unforgivable either, if you ask me. And if you ask me, not even the deadly sins are without their benefits. Pride can be good if it's about the right things. Lust can't be helped, as I know very well. Greed only tends to apply to the hoarding of things we find uncouth. Nobody calls people with lots of friends greedy. And squirrels aren't greedy for collecting and hoarding acorns either. Which means, of course, that like with everything in Arcanism, it probably comes down to intent. But does anybody intend to be ungrateful, really? The only thing I can think of that comes remotely close is people who live monastically, choosing to disregard everything the world has to offer in favour of something different. And that's not a bad thing, really, is it? Ingratitude is an impulse, an accident. I don't think it can be done with intent, not really. I don't know. I've spent a lot of my life, or, well, what feels like a lot of my life, but it's probably just a large proportion of the part of my life that I can actually remember. Anyway, I think I feel beholden to people quite a lot. To Madame Marie, to Anna, to Kitty, even to you, faithful listeners. I am so desperate to communicate my gratitude for the swell of privilege and opportunity that I've been afforded that, well... Sometimes I think it has made me blind to the ways in which things haven't been so good. So maybe I can see why someone might aspire towards ingratitude, if they were made to feel that they should be grateful for things that they should have been able to take for granted. Not that I feel that way. I am very lucky. I lived through an entire house collapsing on me and six years of some sort of weird magical coma and... I I don't know. There are these people declaring their loyalty to me from all corners and I don't understand why. I'm not sure loyalty is a thing I ever want to inspire, but I'm sure lucky to have it, I think. (sighs) Speaking of, 
I looked and I can't find Beth on the forums. I can't find her anywhere. No emails, no messages. There are responses to messages that are gone. Other people on the forums are confused, but they can't pin down a moment where it happened. Someone tracked down an archived version of the site and they aren't there either. They're just... gone. I don't understand. So I talked to Anna about it, because it seemed like the kind of thing Anna might know about. Anna remembers Beth calling. She said maybe it's all a cruel joke that people are playing on me. But as soon as she said it, her face twisted and she whispered very quietly. So quietly, in fact, that I'm pretty sure she didn't mean for me to hear it at all. She said, that was a lie. And then she got up and went and stood at the window in the kitchen and put her face in her hands. It's all very hard for Anna. She wants very much for things to make sense, for facts to line up in sensible lines, for there to be a right and a wrong way to do things. That's why she loves the letter of the law so much, and why she's so scared of arcanism. Why she's scared of me, a little bit, even if she won't say it. And it's definitely why she's afraid of herself, which she absolutely would never admit to. Her tiny little whisper was enough to make me sure that this isn't a joke, though. That Beth wasn't lying. That she really is dead. And I thought a lot about that, what that means, what it might say about me and you, faithful listeners, but I couldn't get anywhere and I wouldn't take it to Anna because, well, as, as Kitty says, we shouldn't push her. It's not fair. Either she'll understand or she won't. It doesn't mean she doesn't love us. She hasn't at least accepted that whilst therapy might be good for me, there aren't a lot of places that would fully understand what has happened in our lives. But she only figured that out because Kitty pointed out that we should all probably be in therapy, to be honest, and Anna included, at which point Anna said there was no way she could say half of what she's experienced in her own life because it makes her sound delusional. And if there is one thing Anna needs, it's to trust her own experience of the world. And that's why it's hard, you see, with arcanism, because that's a lot of trust she's got to put in stuff that resists understanding and categorization. That's a lot of bravery to expect from someone all at once. Anyway, she and her fiancé have gone away for the week, this week. She didn't want to leave me, but I told her she had to go and take some time for herself. She didn't look happy about it, but she did as I said. Which, you know, good, I think. I hope. <sighs> anyway, faithful listeners, I would like to try an experiment. Anna has finally returned the normal tarot deck to me, and I have a couple of reading requests on the forums, so I thought I'd do a draw from the normal deck and then try a draw asking the same question to the true arcanist tarot. I don't know how this will go, obviously. I don't have a list of what the meanings of the cards in the true Arcanist Tarot actually are beyond what there being actual things that they're referring to rather than just abstract concepts, or perhaps the reverse, like the abstract concepts are personified and... I don't know. Right, anyway, not important. Moving on. So, Andrea from Wisconsin wants me to ask the cards about her health. She's been unwell for some time, quite seriously I take it, and wants to know when she'll be getting better. Okay, so... Ordinary deck first. I'll try a one card draw. I'll shuffle the deck and I've drawn the Hierophant in reverse, which means weakness, I think. Uh, well, deck, that's not much use to us, is it? We already know she's sick. Look, I know it's been a while. Let me draw again. Okay, and draw again the Page of Pentacles reversed, which means no change, or thereabouts. 
which means I don't think you'll be getting better anytime soon, Andrea, I'm sorry to say. Or at least that's what it looks like from here. But the good news is it doesn't seem like you're going to get any worse. Okay, now I'll try the true Arcanist Tarot. So I'll shuffle the cards. Huh, the deck feels bigger? I don't know, it's... Oh, never mind. And I'll draw a card and... Oh. It's blank. And I'll... Wait, no, it's not blank. I swear I was looking at the back before, but now it's... It's one of the metal cards, but I swear it, I swear it wasn't... It, it's smiling at me. Hang on. Ah! What? What? Where am I? Hello? 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 The white door. Hello? No! What? What? Was that... Was that the house? The impossible house. Hello? Alright boy, you're Madame Marie's kid, ain't you? I am, yes. Don't let him derail the conversation. We have important findings to discuss. Alright lad, don't get your knickers in a twist. Never learned how to conversate properly in this one, my deepest apologies. Conversate? Is not even a real word. Besides the point, isn't it? Right, let's see then. Uh, we went to this ass, and we have a few things we need to report. Oh, oh, of course. Kitty, uh, she asked you to look at the house. It's Stickler and Stickler, right? Uh, thank you so much. Not a problem, not a problem. Uh, you want to handle this one? Oh, I wonder why you're asking me to do this bit. Perhaps it's because you paid less than half the attention the entire time we were there. It's because, while your bedside manner is clearly lacking, your expertise cannot be matched. Saved by me, of course. But I can't stay in the limelight 24-7, can I? Green does horrors for your complexion. Alright, alright. You've convinced me. First off, you said this was a house? It's not a house. Um... It is a house. I mean, yeah, granted. Looks awful like a house from far away. But you get within a couple metres of the thing. It is pretty clearly not a house. So what is it? A bungalow? <laughs> a bungalow. Oh, I like this one. It's not a bungalow, either. It's an artefact of the arcane which looks, sort of, like a house. That is, it isn't really anything at all in normal terms. It does not exist, same way as ghosts and that. But it's there nonetheless. An impossible house, if you will. Yeah, the impossible house. We've been calling it that for months. You hear that? You're a little joke, and even the original. It don't really matter. Point is, this thing that's not an house but looks like one, it's a sort of, in a way, you could say it's a sort of residue of sorts. It might be possible for us to shift it, but it would help to know what the source is. The source? Yeah, right. So, arcane artefacts like this one, 
there's usually a source. You know, like there is for ghosts and that. Some kind of thing occurs and it causes this sort of manifestation. You see them in the wild time to time, like, but they're not usually houses. Yeah, the wild ones are usually sort of blobs, aren't they? Blobs, yeah. Anyways, it's not the sort of thing we usually deal with. Of course, we can shift out a ghost. No bother. Move on a poltergeist. Muffle an echo, that sort of thing. But with a whole arcane artifact as big as this one, yeah, it's a more complicated job. Here's the thing. It's not getting done today. Eh, uh, not today, no. And really, you're looking at best part of a month to shift it, to be honest. And that's like... It's gonna cost you, I'm afraid. It will be pretty costly, yeah. But, of course, we can't even start working on it until we have at least some idea of what it is that's, uh... What word would you use, Stickler? Uh, I don't know, Stickler. Sustaining? Maintaining? Yeah, thanks, Stickler. Maintaining. Until we know what's maintaining it. We can't even break ground, you know? You mean... Something is causing this to happen and keeping it going. That's the essence of it, yeah. It's the essence? I... Well, I don't have any idea what it could be. See, that is going to be a bit of a problem for us. It is going to cause an issue. We can't exactly get in there and start shifting it without a good sense for what's made it and keeping it going. In case it's real nasty, you know? Could be dangerous, see? And, of course, the high risk is going to add to that base cost, which, as I say, is already pretty high given the, uh, complexity of the issue. It's a complicated job. Oh, well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's hard to know an exact cost until we know the finer details. And there's the chance of delays. These things happen. Of course, there's always... Well, we did have a little deal going with your dear old mum... Bit of a racket, if you will. She'd keep us in supplies and protections, put us in the line of work, that sort of thing. Lending a hand from time to time. Big help was Madame Marie. Exactly, exactly. So, if you was interested in keeping that going... Oh. I... Well, I, I can't... I can't do it. I, I don't know how I... I can't help you. In that case, you're looking at at least 20 grand, son. 20,000 pounds? Are you kidding? Afraid not, no. Big risk, this job. Both of us putting our necks on the line. Expensive necks. Exactly, exactly. And if you don't do anything? Well, there's no signs of collapse or expansion at this time. It seems pretty contained, yeah. That being said, it's not exactly stable. Lot of unpredictable activity. Reckon you could get away with just letting it sit there a bit. And, in fact, to be quite honest with you, if you don't know the source, it's probably the best option for you. Best case scenario. There's a chance it'll go bad and maledict, of course. Eh, there's always a chance of that. But trying to shift it without the intel is just as likely to spark that. If not more so. Best not a sticky roaring. So you think I should just leave it? Oh, yeah. Essentially, yes. But it's... Luring and consuming people. There is that, yeah. I'd say it's uh, less than ideal. But there's the possibility they're alive inside of it somewhere. And, in which case, us going in without the info could kill them. We like to avoid murder where we can. We do indeed. 
Oh, right. They could be alive in there? It's not impossible. It could be the case. So I should, what, leave it alone? For the time being. Just for now. Oh, okay then. Well, um, thank you for all of your reconnaissance. How much do I owe you for the investigation? Consider it on the house. Courtesy of Stickler and Stickler Ablutionary Specialists. Oh, thank you so much. You'll bankrupt us, Stickler. Nah, we'll be fine, Stickler. Right then. Right then. Right then. So that's it. The house isn't a house. It's an artefact of the arcane, just like my rose. It's not real. So... I couldn't have gone there. And Kitty couldn't have gone there. Faithful listeners, it's the window. The second window from my bedroom, but... But it's here in the studio. Even though we're in the basement, we're underground. This window, it, it looks out over a street. It... It's not the street that this house stands on. No! All the notes, no! I was just touching it and it's gone. Like it was never there at all. I know, I know, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Did it follow me? I don't know how that's possible, but... But Kitty said it's the window from my whole bedroom. The one from the impossible house, and that's not real, which means... Which means the window isn't real. Oh, sorry, darling. Come on, we have to go and check something. Yes, Revel, we're going upstairs. What? Gods! What is happening? My drawings, they're everywhere. It's... It's beautiful. The window is here, it's open, but through it I can see, I can see a room with blue walls covered in my drawings of the white door, but they're perfectly still. And there's a mirror, I can see me, I can see me, but my eyes, gods, is that what I look like right now? My eyes are like lightning. The mic, it's not plugged into anything, faithful listeners. Can you still?
Spirit Box Radio is a podcast distributed by Hanging Soft Studios under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 Share Alike International License. It was created by me, Pippin Major, the voice of Sam Enfield, with Ripley and Mars J. Brown as the sticklers. Music is by Maybe Wednesday. If you like the show, let us know on Twitter at Hanging Slots or stop by our website, hangingslothstudios.com. If you'd like to help us keep making Spirit Box Radio, you can send us a tip on ko-fi.com forward slash hanging slots or become a slothling on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash hanging studios where you can get early access to episodes plus loads of other great rewards. You can buy merch in our coffee shop, links in the description. Spirit Box Radio is recorded in front of a dead studio audience. Tune in, get spooky. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.